This is a Diet of Brussels. What have we learnt from the Labour Party conference? Um, the short answer is uh, not much, not in an active sense. Um, there was a lot of concern in the run-up to the party conference about Jeremy Corbyn's uh, position, which seemed to be not terribly positive towards the EU. And as I've discussed in previous uh, podcasts, he's historically been uh, not very favourable uh, towards uh, the EU. He'd voted no in '75. He obviously is very concerned about workers' rights. And there had been a lot of uh, tussling in the party uh, about whether he was going to come out in a more favourable uh, frame when it came to the renegotiation. Now, uh, the outcome uh, really remains to be seen. Uh, in his uh, party speech uh, on Tuesday, Corbyn barely mentioned the EU at all. He expressed concern about uh, David Cameron signing away workers' rights. Um, uh, he said that the EU wasn't really doing enough and nobody was doing enough uh, with respect to the refugee crisis uh, in the Mediterranean, uh, across the whole EU for that matter. But as a point and in a speech which was very much a reaffirmation of uh, old Labour values and old Labour policies, Corbyn didn't take the opportunity presented to him to uh, express uh, active discontent. I think probably what it tells us, and given that you know, outside of the, the leader's speech, uh, Europe was not such a big topic, uh, it suggests that there is some kind of a truce going on, that the uh, uh, position is going to be until they reach uh, a conclusion of the renegotiation uh, and see what is on offer, uh, Labour are likely to be relatively quiet uh, in terms of campaigning. Probably the party leadership as a whole is uh, well disposed towards uh, campaigning uh, to remain. Uh, and Corbyn, I think, is, is biddable on that front. But the, the concerns, the, the language around particularly workers' protection, I think is going to be an important one. And you've seen trade union leaders uh, piping up in recent weeks to talk about exactly those kinds of issues. So really, there's a waiting game going on here. Uh, I think what it points to is a number of different things. Firstly, Labour is not going to be a key part of the campaigning on either side uh, at this stage. Not until we get much further down the line are you going to see Labour coming forward. So a, a real contrast from uh, UKIP on one side and the Lib Dems on the other, who've made their positions very clear at this point already. I think it also points to uh, a likely split between Labour members, that there are going to be those who decide that on balance leaving is better, and those who think uh, the opposite. And if we assume that we're going to see something similar happening with the uh, Conservative Party, that if Cameron doesn't uh, apply the party whip and offers a free vote, that then both Conservative and Labour are going to make the most of that to uh, avoid having uh, deep uh, splits within them. And that makes sense from Cameron's point of view as much as it does from Corbyn's, that there's no point uh, losing more... Uh, credibility and control within the party by trying to force through something which is unpopular. 
But uh, it's instructive, I think, that at a point where uh, there might be useful debates uh, about the EU, where there might be a, a constructive agenda from Labour, we're not really seeing that. That instead, uh, the party is uh, still relatively inward-focused. It's much more concerned with uh, the ideological position of the party and the ideological coherence of the party than it is with thinking about uh, Britain's role in the world or Britain's role in the EU. Now, that's potentially a problem, that if Labour does want to bring its... uh, capabilities and capacities to bear in the campaign one way or the other that then the sooner it can do that the better but at the moment it's very much a case of holding fire